All right, we got our answers to our questions. Hopefully, Mark Saltzman is on the line. He's a tech expert and a friend of the show. Mark, welcome. Hey, Kelly. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for being here. So this critical security flaw on all of our devices, it's called the Meltdown and the Spectre, I believe. You know, these, apparently we're hearing that they, they are, they're flaws in virtually all computers and phones. Are there any devices without the flaw? Not that I know of. I think all modern computers that have processors from the likes of Intel and uh, AMD and ARM, which power most of these devices, whether they're smartphones, tablets, laptops, or desktops, are vulnerable to this, to, to these, uh, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a vulnerability, rather, that uh, can, can be exploited by, by malicious types out there, by, by those who write malware code or malicious software. So it, it sounds like, from all the reading I've done and all the analysts that I've talked to, that it is virtually, it's all processors and it's on the hardware level, but could be patched or repaired um, with software, which is the good news. What's the difference between Meltdown and Spectre? Uh, it depends on the systems they that they affect. Okay. Uh, both of them are two. So Google Labs uh, a couple weeks ago, or actually announced it on January 3rd, that they discovered three different flaws that fall into two different camps, Meltdown and Spectre. They basically are the same type of hardware vulnerability found in modern processors. And of course, the processor is the engine that drives the performance of your devices, whether it's a a smartphone or a a computer or something in between. Uh, And it, it showed that it could be uh, manipulated to read content like uh, on your drive, so wow. it could be passwords and so on. But there haven't yet there hasn't yet been any proof that it has been exploited. But nonetheless, it's still disconcerting. I giggled a little in in your introduction when you said meltdown because these names that are attributed to these these uh, viruses or or attacks mm-hmm. oh, they always sound so <laughs> dark. You know, I remember WannaCry virus. You know, ransomware WannaCry uh, from a couple of months ago, and then now meltdown down it's like boy you feel like you just want to unplug and go back to to basics but well, listen i would rather have a specter than a meltdown <laughs> that's true specter is kind of like a nice uh, kind of word there but you know the the the, even though there's no known uh, fix that's going to be um, rock solid going forward, that there are some software updates that your operating system have probably rolled out already. Mm-hmm. So the same common sense and, and rules apply to something like this, even though there's very little we can do as just consumers of these devices. So number one is to always update your operating system, because whenever they find these, these vulnerabilities, they try to patch them as best as they can, whether it's hardware or software vulnerabilities. The second thing is to never click on anything suspicious, any any links that you get or email attachments. Just exercise a bit of uh, common sense Just there. live with what God gave you. <laughs> that's right. Don't uh, want more. Yeah, that's it. You know, uh, so just be suspicious mm-hmm. out there. Don't be naive because you don't want to allow the bad guys into your devices. The third thing is just be proactive about backing up your important files. Mm-hmm. Now, with Meltdown and Spectre, Nobody can delete your files, but they may be able to read them, which is still disconcerting, of course. Sure. But, but, but just to make it a good practice, always back up your important files on a regular basis. What's the expression? The best defense is a strong offense. So definitely take the time to back up your important files. And then if you follow those three things, then you're probably just fine. Well, you know, our business is going to be scrambling. 
I think they are already, but in most cases, uh, those in IT have already, they, they usually roll out all the updates as soon as they're available by the likes of Microsoft, Apple, or Google. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and, and all three of those uh, companies have already proactively updated their devices. But when it comes down to us choosing to update our software, a lot of people don't want to do it. Look right, your, we spoke about that the other yeah, day. you look at your iPhone and you have a little red one on your settings uh, icon because you don't want to take the time to update it. You are putting yourself at risk. There's a reason why those updates exist, is that they, they take care of, of any problems that have been discovered. And this is always an ongoing thing. We always find vulnerabilities uh, that need to be patched up. But Mark, now that we know what Apple is doing, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, you, you spoke about how you yeah. uh, updated your iPad, and you're like, oh, I wish I hadn't updated. Yeah, you're you're kind right. of damned if you do, damned if you, you don't. Update. You, you got a great point, Kelly. The rule of thumb is that you always update your software, but then if you do it, you mm-hmm. then may be compromising the performance of your computer. Well, I mean, it's it's the lesser of two evils, I would argue, uh, because I would rather have slowed down performance than having all my personal files exploited, you know. Um, but yeah, in a, in a perfect world, you trust the the company who whose products you're using. Well, and now it. we have a question on, can yeah, we trust these companies? Mark. I know. I hear you. It's a touche, touche, Kelly. Well, uh, listen, point. this is apparently a nightmare for cloud computing. Can you explain why? Because there's a lot of people that throw things up into the cloud and mm-hmm. use clouds. Uh, so the idea that this, you know, security flaw is in our devices. Do, have you heard from anybody on why this is such a nightmare if you're a cloud, you know, if you're using the cloud? So when you use the cloud, which uh, is... Uh, using somebody else's computers to store your files off-site. Like when you're using Dropbox or, or Google Drive, you're trusting Dropbox or Google with your files with a password-protected website or app. It's still computers. It's still servers and computers, groups of computers. So the, the, both the Meltdown and Spectre have been known to also impact those computers uh, because they run the same processors or similar processors to what you're using as a regular user. So that's why when Google discovered this, by the way, Google Project Labs, they first patched up their own Google servers on their end, and then they shared the information with everybody. So it is still vulnerable. So when you're trusting uh, a Dropbox or a OneDrive or uh, Mm -hmm. iCloud or Google Drive, it's just another set of computers. So that's where the fear is, is that, oh boy, even though you think you're proactively um, putting your files off-site, so heaven forbid there's a fire or a flood in your home, your files are still fine or your business files are still protected, even though um, something could happen locally, it still could be at risk because of these new vulnerabilities that were found. Now, did Google, when they update their own first, is that so they don't alert anybody that wants to mess around and try and hack in the back door and let them know there's a vulnerability before they let everybody else know? Yeah, so I don't know about the timeline. They, They claim that they let, that they've shared this information as soon as they got it, but they did make a point when I I read through their official blog post about it, is that they first without, you know, without hesitating, mm-hmm. patch their servers. And I think that's the responsible thing to do. I don't think they purposely withheld it against their competitors. They did share this information widely afterwards. Um, so I don't know how long there was of a gap between they fixed their own. But if they discovered it, then they did the right thing, I think. And then, you know, of course, that you have to share this information. And then Apple came out yesterday and confirmed, yes, we are also at risk, Macs and um, iOS devices like iPad and iPhone. Mm-hmm. And that we've already got an update 
for you as well. So. Oh, that means I got to update my phone. It drives me crazy, Mark. I have to say thank you for uh, helping us out with this and answering some of the questions I've had. Mark, you always make sense of it. And also a thank you uh, for saving us the trouble of reading the Google blog post because I could think of uh, nothing more unexciting to sit down and read. So thanks for sparing us. You're most welcome. Thanks for having me, Kelly. Happy All right. Happy, happy New Year, Mark. You too.